Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I'm so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message to the pulpit on February 17, 1974. The message today is that somebody must pay. Scripture was from 1 Peter, 2nd chapter, 24th, 25th verse. Who in his own self bears our sins, in his own body, on the cross, that we being dead to sin should live in righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Remember, somebody must pay. Well, I think I'm going to jump the gun here, and I'm going to give you the end of the story. Somebody must pay for our sinnings. And when you believe in the Lord and accept the Christ going on to the cross and giving up his life so that we can have salvation, then we know that Christ died for us. Well, now that we've cleared that up, remember just what a time it was to try and preach this message. You know, it had to be difficult for the preachers in the first century to convince the world that there was glory in the cross of Jesus, the cross where Jesus was crucified. Now, my dad gave an illustration, and this is a true story. And he was driving down to Arkansas to see his parents, and it was probably the late 1950s. And he was in a car that had Iowa license plates on it since we lived in Iowa at that time. And on the highways of Arkansas in the late 1950s, what you remember, the Central High School incident that occurred in Little Rock a few years before. Well, when you're driving in Arkansas with an Iowa license plate, it is not difficult to get picked up. And you really, not for any other reason than just because you had an Iowa license plate. So he's gotten home and he's with his parents and his, and his grandfather. And they're sitting at a dinner table. Now, my grandparents lived in the foothills of the Ozark Mountains. And he's telling a story of being pulled over for speeding and having to go in and pay the fine before he was allowed to leave town. And his elderly grandfather, my great-grandfather, probably in his late 80s or early 90s at that time, my great-grandfather smiled and said, well, it was pretty good for you to just have to pay a fine because, you know, they hung your cousin Lou. And my dad, of course, looked at my grandfather or his grandfather in some disbelief. And, well, the old man, he went back into his room, and my great-grandfather came out a few minutes later, and he had several newspaper clippings. And these clippings told the story of my dad's cousin Lou. And he was a minister's son, and he'd been in the Civil War. And, you know, when he came back, he found that bushwhackers had killed his parents. And it, it killed them for no reason other than trying to find a little bit of money that might have been hidden in their house. And so, as Southerners sometimes did in those days, he decided that the quickest way to justice was through his own hands. And he became, well, quite a hero for taking on the bushwhackers. Well, quite a hero till he got caught, of course. And then there was a hangman's noose waiting for him. So I'm not sure, as you look at the end of the story with the hangman noose, how you can really say that something wonderful about how he avenged his parents' death. Well, in a roundabout way, that's 
kind of what the first century Christians were trying to do. They were telling the people that they were preaching to that the crucifixion of Jesus occurred and that there was something wonderful about the crucifixion of Jesus. Now, I'm pretty sure that, that that was a hard sell, probably a hard sell anytime in any place. So Paul said in Galatians, the sixth chapter, the 14th verse, For God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. Well, he says, no matter what the people of his time think about the cross, that he calls the glories in the Christian cross. And another disciple, Peter, said, well, his own self bears our sins, bears our sins in his own body on the cross. And Peter explained the reason for the Christian glorying in the, in the cross of Jesus, because he who knew no sin, he bore our sins upon the cross, and he bore them so that we might have the forgiveness, the salvation that we desire. And you have 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, the 21st verse. And this is for our sake. He made him to be sin, who knows him, so that in him he might become the righteousness of God. And when no, when no one looks at the many scriptures of the apostles and their preaching of the forgiveness of sins, one can realize why the glory in the cross is so important. So remember that someone pays for your sins. Someone must pay. So if you fall away from the path or you miss the right path or you live against God, well, God's love or perfect love, when we miss the right path, well, we have sinned. And sometimes it can be costly to us. For instance, we all know the story of Samson in Judges, the 16th chapter, 4th verse. And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman, a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And Samson, well, Samson was a man dedicated to the Lord from his birth, a man of terrific physical strength. But he had weaknesses. He was selfish, and his sinfulness led him to be blinded. And then he spent the rest of his life grinding grain for the enemies of his people. So sometimes our sins can have a terrific cost, and sometimes the innocent will suffer from our sins. There is the story of Noah and his drunkenness, and the suffering of his son, who discovered his father in a drunken state. And Noah planted a vineyard, and he drank of the wine and was drunk. And from Genesis, the ninth chapter and the twentieth verse. And so a wise parents teach as a child that they must obey the laws of righteousness, and for happiness, the child, they must obey and follow the teachings of our Lord. But we know that someone must pay our debt and sin are dead of sin before God. Yes, we're all guilty, and we're all guilty of our sins before God. None of us can claim to be without sin. We all need the forgiveness of God to get into heaven. And in Romans, the third chapter, the 23rd verse, and Paul said, For all who have sinned and come short in the glory of God. And Isaiah said, Of Christ surely he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten, afflicted. Remember, somebody must pay. 
We have to remember and be thankful that God gave his son to carry our sins. John 3.16, my father's favorite verse. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son. So whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. When you believe in our Lord, the debt caused by your sins will be carried by our Lord. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.